Awareness, the final frontier. These are the explorations of Jonathan Robinson and Brian Tom O'Connor. Their continuing mission, to discover fresh new paths to the mystery within. To seek out new joys and new methods of awakening. To boldly go into the heart of expanded consciousness. This is Awareness Explorers. Welcome back, friends, to Awareness Explorers. Great to have you back. I am Jonathan Robinson. And I'm with my trusty co-host. Brian Tom O'Connor. And the topic today, we call it Making Friends with Powerlessness and Uncertainty, uh, two of things that most people do not call their friends normally. And we are trying to explore in this world that has a lot of powerlessness and a lot of uncertainty right now, how to be with that in a way that does not lead to anxiety, depression, and all the other things. And instead, um, you might even be able to use it for creating more inner peace. So when we brought up this topic to explore, what were your first thoughts about it? Well, my first thoughts were that when we talked about powerless and uncertainty, we talked about them as if they were a bad thing. And what if they're not? What if those are good things? Well, that's a new thought for a lot of people because we do a lot of stuff to avoid these things. You know, when I think of, we, no one likes to feel powerlessness. And I think I was looking at what I did this week to avoid that feeling. And uh, sometimes I feel self-righteous. Sometimes I feel angry. Sometimes I complain about something. I mean, take an issue like COVID or global warming. You know, we don't want to feel like we're powerless. So we, we get into our tribes and we blame the other people for not doing what we think they should do. Or we complain or we feel self-righteous or we feel sad. And I think all these things are really things so we don't have to feel the core thing of just feeling powerlessness. And we do the same thing with uncertainty, where we're, we're always trying to create it in our head like we know what's going on, but we never do. And we do so much to avoid these things that if we could figure out a way to either not avoid them or make friends with them or perhaps even use them for spiritual growth, then we would hit the mother load. Absolutely. Make friends with them. What a key phrase. In fact, I guess that's the title of this episode, right? Making friends with powerlessness and uncertainty. And yeah, it's, I think the suffering comes with the idea that uncertainty is bad and we shouldn't have it. Uncertainty is the treasure. When we drop our concepts, when we drop all those mind, all those things that go in the mind that define how reality should be, which is future-based and past-based, and just experience the moment actually exactly as it is and forget about whether we're certain or not why should we be certain about anything it's the idea that we should be certain that causes the suffering and the same way with powerlessness although i think there are more degrees of that i think totally accepting that we are completely powerless is the extreme and for many people that has really worked but Maybe a stage in between is like the serenity prayer, learning 
what you have power over and what you don't and accepting the things that you cannot change. Yes, and um, you make it sound simple and we as a species, and I think I can even say as an individual, we're not good at that. You know, we're like, like take the uncertainty idea. Our whole evolutionary past was on trying to predict the future, trying to predict who's an enemy, who's not, what the weather's gonna be, what, uh, what food sources are gonna be available, how to create certainty in the future, how not to be killed in the future. I mean, 90% of our brain is about pattern recognition and trying to predict how to avoid trouble. And so just say, you know, let it go. We're not, <laughs> there is no certainty. It's, it's going against every molecule of our body. And you're right that, you know, it would be better if we could just be with what is, but there's a lot of forces working against that. And the same thing with powerlessness, you know, Part of it is a cultural thing where we're taught, you know, you're in charge and you can lift yourself up by the bootstraps, but we're not in charge of COVID. We're not in charge of global warming. We're not in charge of our politics. We're not in charge of our bodies a lot of the time. And therefore finding ways to go from our, our base state of wanting certainty and our base state of wanting power to a place where we're more relaxed with these things that would be a great uh, improvement in, in our spiritual evolution. Certainly would. But I think that we should, uh, I mean, if you don't mind, I thought it would be interesting to narrow down into what we are powerless over and what we are not. And mm -hmm. I think one of the main things that we think we have power over is our thinking, is our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And if I were to ask you, choose a different thought than what's happening now? Or can you stop thinking? When we look at that, we realize that thoughts arise, we don't create them, we're not actually, we don't actually have power over them. They just, they just come and they show up. And when we sort of let go of the idea that we have to control it, and kind of ignore them for a while, I mean, realize that they're not necessarily true. And I'm speaking particularly of when they are talking about how you feel emotionally. Those thoughts mm -hmm. are practically always not true and can be ignored, but they happen automatically. Do you really have power over it? If you just ask the question, do I have power over my thoughts? It might lead to a real opening for you. I agree. And, and, you know, if we had power over our thoughts, we tell our mind to shut the hell up or focus on bliss. And uh, it hasn't done that yet. So I figure I don't have that power. And, right. and I think as thoughts go, it really is the same for these other issues that really upset us. And we create all these, what I would call protective devices. So we don't feel that sense of smallness, or humility or powerlessness. And, you know, that could be, as I said, COVID, politics, global warming, whatever. And yet there's a relaxation in, oh, well, I don't have power over that. And, and that realization can lead to changing your relationship with those thoughts and, and instead kind of relaxing something in your being that's always resisting our thoughts or always resisting the the current situation or the politics or the COVID or whatever it is. 
And we, we lose a lot of energy by resisting so many things rather than just like, oh, that's the way it is. You know, can't do anything about that. Boy, have you really hit on the key word with resisting. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it resistance creates all the suffering. It even creates our image of ourselves and how we should be. I mean, what we resist, our ego is defined in many, many ways by what we resist and really is. And you talked about the relaxation of dropping that resistance. Oh, that feels so true to me. Mm -hmm. I was at an Adya Shanti retreat and the first line he said of like a six day retreat, I never got over. I, I spent the whole whole week dealing with this one sentence. He said, in every single moment, the truth is that you're kind of slightly resisting something. And if you could let go of that resistance, you'd be fully awake. And I, you know, my head exploded and, and alarm bells went off. And, and then I saw that I was resisting, you know, what he said and, and it went on and on. But I saw that there was truth in that. And then I was looking at, well, what do I really resist? And it really came down to, I was resisting powerlessness and uncertainty. Those were the two categories that seemed to show up again and again. And if I could like just, and it's not an all or nothing thing, you know, total resistance feels different than a little bit of resistance. So, you know, if you're resisting powerlessness and uncertainty at a scale of one to 10, and you're at 10, you feel terrible. You know, if you resist it at a level three, you have more peace. And if you're just flowing with whatever shows up, and it just flows through you, you're basically awake. That's right. And when you described it, I could feel inside i could feel that that tension dropping away and that sort of giddy feeling when you when you drop resistance it's actually really kind of delightful when you drop the resistance to what's happening right now and you only have to do that right now it's not like you have to tell yourself you can no longer resist anything in the future or you can no longer take any action that would be a misinterpretation i'm talking about just now for this second can you drop your resistance to allowing things to be as they are can you drop the idea that you must be certain of anything can you drop the idea that you must have power or control over everything and can you can you drop your resistance to your resistance? That oh, ends yes. up being a big category. Absolutely, because that's what happens. They say, <laughs> there's this little thing that says, no, I can't drop that resistance. And then you get mad at yourself. Right. And, 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 and I think the trick is that we think it's this flawed personality that drops the resistance. And I don't think that's the best way to go about it. I think the best way to go about it is to look at that within you, which is already okay with everything, which is already not resisting. And that is pure awareness itself. And I've said this many times, it's like a mirror, a clear mirror that doesn't decide I'm going to reflect this coffee cup but not that pencil because I don't like pencils. It reflects whatever is before it. And awareness is like that. Everything simply appears in it and it 
is totally okay. And when you look at that, and when you step back and you kind of identify it and be it, you see that lack of resistance is its nature, and then that can filter back into the little, the little me, the personality, and it can start relaxing. Yeah, and and I love how you 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 view it as well. Just just focus on the awareness aspect, and for me, it's been more of like okay, a, a mental or or process using a technique like the Sedona method, which is in the shortest version of it is could I let go of resisting this right now and just be with it and going through a, a process, some kind of technique that helps me to first welcome what's happening and then let go of my resistance. That's been helpful. Sometimes I need that rather than just jumping right into awareness right away. I think you're right that those techniques are helpful and that asking those questions, can I let go of it, is really helpful. And I've done that and it has been helpful. Every once in a while, though, for me, the answer is no. Mm -hmm. Would I let go of that? No. And then what did help when I hit that is to ask what has already let go? What within me has already let go? Mm, that, I like that. that. And that helped. And so, uh -huh. yes, you're right. What, go with what helps. Go with what works for you. Yeah. But if yeah. one doesn't, here's an alternative. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I like some of what Byron Katie, uh, spiritual teacher Byron Katie says. First of all, she says, when you resist reality, you lose, but just 100% of the time. But she also has other things like, you know, the importance of having a don't know mind set. You know, that how do I know what should be happening? Maybe COVID is the best thing for the evolution of the human race. Maybe global warming is the best thing for the evolution of the human race. I mean, if I was God, I would say, you know, everybody's in their tribes. Nobody's uh, working together. I'll give them a, a problem in which everybody will suffer immensely unless they work together. And that's what global warming is, you know? So, I mean, how do we know what's, what's good or bad? A lot of times when I look back on my life, the moments that I thought were the worst ended up being the biggest breakthroughs. And the moments where I thought were, were the greatest, where, you know, maybe I, I made a lot of money or got into a relationship ended up being like the worst things that happened to me. So having this sense like, well, we don't really know what's good or bad in this moment. So you might as well just kind of, you know, have that don't know mind. And I think that's a doorway to, relaxing with this uncertainty. Don't know mind is a really good doorway. Some people call it beginner's mind. And it is really the, the key to uncertainty is that we don't, we don't really know what's right or what should happen. Actually, I do think we can know what should happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> You look at what's happening. That's what, That's should, what should happen. happen. <laughs> Despite what pro protesting my, our minds might say about it, that, that is hard to deny. That's right. And our minds do a lot of protesting. And, and, you know, you can use that as a reminder. 
when it's just you you know when you do it a little bit every day and you just you're on the lookout for when your mind protests mm -hmm. when your mind protests you can do one of these techniques you can either ask can i let go of trying to control or can i let go of wanting approval or can i let go of wanting to be safe the sedona method type things or you can say what within me is already okay with everything that's happening what within me is no law is not protesting so protesting noticing your protesting mind can be a good tool absolutely absolutely i think another approach is using certain phrases that have helped me like for example byron katie has a phrase which is well that's god's business you know I'm not, I'm, there's nothing I'm going to do that's going to help the COVID situation or the global warming. I, I mean, I turn off lights and I, you know, try not to drive more than I need to. But basically, whether the continental ice shelf falls off Antarctica is not my business. And there's nothing I'm going to do about that. So that's God's business. So I can, I will sometimes when I see that I really don't have control over something, I will say, oh, that's God's business. I let it go. Yeah, I think that can really work. Um, but it does, I'm sure, bring up in many people's mind, and it does bring up a protest in my mind, which is like, yeah, but but can't we take action against climate change, global warming? Can't we take action against uh, um, a pandemic like COVID? And I think you can. And I think you can do it without protesting or without the feeling that you that you have control over everything because allowing everything to be as it is includes two things it includes one just simply saying okay this is what's happening right now it is i i can't say that it's not happening i'm right now i'm allowing it to happen the other thing that we resist is that we are often called upon to take action against things. Like if we see a child drowning, are we going to jump in and save them? Or are we going to say, oh, sorry, it's God's will that that child is drowning? No, we're going to jump in and save the child because we're called upon to take an action. And that is something that we can allow. And it all comes back to the serenity prayer, which is, you know, Give me, uh, can you say the serenity prayer? Because I always screw it up. Um, God I, grant me the power no, to. Grant, no, no, it's God grant me the serenity to, it, ah. to accept the things I cannot change, to change the things change. I can change, and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm sure that's not quite correct, but it's I'm, close I'm sure that's pretty close. And it, it's. It's so wise, and I think we really have to um, grow into that ability and realize that for some things, we're kind of like an ant complaining about the volcano. You know, the ant complaining about the volcano going off doesn't affect the volcano, but ants do have some power. It's just not whether or not the volcano goes off. And we are, you know, we, we have all these powers now due to technology where we start to think that we should be in control of everything. You know, we can turn on the lights, we water comes instantly from the faucet, 
And yet there are so many things that we can't really control and we need to make friends with that. And, you know, it's very hard to feel the feeling of powerlessness. There's so many protections against it. So many thoughts that we have, so many blames that we have, so many constrictions that we come up with to avoid this feeling like, I'm just not in control with that. And that doesn't feel good. And it's, a, it's an experience we had a lot as a child. And I think we were all traumatized by it. Like we really decided we are not going to feel powerlessness because when I felt that as a child, it felt terrible. But now we're adults and, you know, yeah, that's not a good feeling. There's a lot of not good feelings, but if you don't resist them, they just pass through you and then you're on to the next moment. That's right. And the idea that we shouldn't be feeling them and the strategies that we employ to not feel them. These are, these are what, these are what get in the way of our peace and our happiness. So drop the idea that you shouldn't have these feelings of powerlessness. When power, when the feeling of powerless comes along, say, oh, wow, this is an opportunity for me to stop resisting, to relax, to say, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. Can I allow myself to be feeling this right now? Is there something deep inside me that's already allowing this feeling to be here? Those are a couple of alternatives. So the feeling of powerlessness is an opportunity. You know, it has become an opportunity for me because um, I think you can tell from my personality that humility is not my what I was born into. Um, <laughs> And and feeling and moments where I feel powerlessness are, are definitely moments I feel humble. And humility is definitely part of spiritual evolution. So it's really what it is. We are ants on the wall of infinity. And and being able to relax with that humility is really aligning yourself with reality. And on the other side of it, what you resist persists. You know, if you if you are an ant claiming that you're all powerful, you're eventually going to get smashed. That's right. <laughs> you're eventually going to get smashed. And control, I think, is the central problem of humanity. Yeah. Most wars and conflicts are caused by people trying to control other people. And usually the roots of wanting to control other people is the, de is the desire not to have these primal feelings that we had when we were kids and we were powerless when we were little children. And, and we don't want that, just as you said. And we try not to have these feelings. And so we try to control everything so we don't have those feelings. Mm -hmm. The reason we try to control is to avoid our emotions. And, and when you practice simply having them and allowing them and letting them come, they don't whirl around you like endless eddies and or whirlpools that spin around. They they come, they spin around a little, and they leave. Let them leave. Stop the strategy. Let go. As a matter of fact, healing. And I, this is, I think, true of emotional healing. I don't claim to know anything about physical healing, but emotional healing is what happens when we allow ourselves when we get out of the way. 
In other words, it happens by itself when we stop resisting, stop controlling, stop trying to be in, stop trying to be certain about everything, stop thinking, just stop, 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 and healing happens by itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So strategies to get there. Um, two things I've been exploring is one, as I said, phrases, but a couple more of my phrases I like is I can choose to allow this, which is kind of funny because, you know, it's already happening, you know, you might as well, you could either resist it or allow it. And I, 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 it always makes me smile. I'm, I'm choosing to allow COVID, you know, I'm choosing to allow the politics to be really terrible now. As a friend of mine said, uh, the, the instant way to inner peace is whatever is happening, uh, root for it to go that way. You know, so, but it's a, it's a it's a shift in perspective for sure. Or sometimes I kind of like will say it's okay not to have control over this, and it's okay not to like it. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's like ways of of slowly dissolving that resistance. You know, anything one can do to dissolve resistance in a moment is is moving towards peace, and. Um, I wrote a song recently, and one of the the lyrics in it is, it is what it is, and if you uh, know what's what, you'll say that's that and avoid a rut. (laughs) um, But I also see that we all have various beliefs that get in the way of some of the wisdom that we're, we're trying to convey here, like the belief that the world should be different. You know, or the belief that people shouldn't be idiots, or the belief that people should be kind. You know, any of these beliefs are totally in the way of of reality. Absolutely. And when you talk about phrases, two phrases I use, and they're basically the same phrase, just two sides of the same coin. And they are, why shouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. Why should it be? Yeah. And, you know, one of the, the tenets of our podcast is that little things can make a big difference. And when you find the right phrase, it kind of clicks with you. And, and there's something that happens as you find a phrase and it, it changes your point of view quickly. You know, like one of my favorite techniques is is simply asking, what's all this in? And that helps me to realize it's all an awareness and, you know, or or I can allow this. You know, it's just a quick turning from this sense of always resisting something on a on a mechanically conditioned, subtle level that we all are are in a way victim to. That's right. Mine is be the background. Mm-hmm. And the background is like, imagine a whiteboard and you're drawing on it and you're taking your focus from the letters on the board just to the white itself. Be the white background, mm-hmm. the background. Just mm-hmm. let the letters be. But the thing is that um, there is a strange paradox that happens when you stop resisting reality. And you start seeing that 
it is what it is and you start letting go of that resistance then and the, here's the paradox the action that can be taken to perhaps improve yours and other people's lives or to to bring about more happiness and health seem to appear unbidden and seem to go better they seem to be more effective you know it, mm -hmm. it's it's similar to the to the you know when gandhi said i'm not I, i'm i'm not anti-british i'm pro-indian self-rule yeah um, when you stop being anti-something the right action you can take to improve something appears and for some mysterious reason is more effective it goes better yeah so it's you not know, I, about I, doing nothing to help situations like COVID or politics or global warming i think as we let go of resistance it it potentially creates a a portal for maybe divine help or magic or miracles i i I'm writing a book now. I just finished it. And uh, so I'm going over certain stories in my life. And one of them is, you know, when I, I interviewed 40 spiritual leaders back in the early 90s, I couldn't find a publisher for my book. I'd spent a year interviewing people and nobody would publish the book. Well, my girlfriend and I uh, decided to go to the Mojave Desert for a week of camping but I'm like obsessed with the fact that these idiots won't publish my book. I'm really upset. And I spent a year doing this. I'm, I'm ruminating about this in the desert. And my girlfriend says, can you just let go of the book for like five minutes? I mean, we're out in the middle of the desert. There are no cell phones at that time. There's nothing you can do, you know, just let it go for five minutes. And, um, that seemed like a reasonable thing to do in the middle of the desert. So I, I focused on like, well, I just have to accept that it might not ever happen and I can't do anything about it. And I felt like powerless for about 10 seconds. And then I felt free, like, oh, good. I don't have to do, I don't have to think about it for the next week. There's nothing I can do. I am free from the burden of thinking you know, I should be doing something and it's not getting done. Long story short, once I let go of it for five minutes, I decided to let go of it for the week because there was nothing I could do. And it felt so good to be released of that burden. And then I come home. I remember looking at my watch that time, like, what time is this? And, you know, it was like three o'clock on a Tuesday. I go back to my, uh, my house. And back then they had answering machines. And at three o'clock on Tuesday, on that Tuesday, right when I let go of it, like a minute later, I got a call from a publisher saying that they were interested in publishing the book. And I think that somehow they're connected. I've had a lot of stories like this, that once I allowed what's happening to happen, I was no longer resisting it. It's almost like a portal opens up either within me or in reality or some, some other forces are allowed to then play because I'm not blocking them. And I think it's a really interesting thing that happens. I've heard a lot of other people share stories like that. And, you know, I think that's a, a helper to remind us that maybe our resistance isn't doing much good. Well, that's a wonderful story. And I have stories like that too. I've experienced similar things and I have a theory about it. Yeah. And so the theory is that when we are resisting, we're creating tension. 
within yeah. ourselves, within our being. We're holding, we're clutching, and we're not therefore vibrating freely because there's tension, there's stiffness. Things that are loose vibrate freely. When we drop that tension, when we drop that clutching, when we drop that resistance, we start vibrating freely. And then we start vibrating sympathetically with the whole universe. And when you're yeah. vibrating sympathetically with the whole universe, serendipity happens, things go more smoothly, opportunities arise and appear. And I, I can't tell you the metaphysical reason for this, but it just seems to be true. I agree. And it's something that people don't talk about. You know, uh, it might be that this cosmic reward is is out there waiting for us and and we just need to be clear that that's part of how the universe works and that you know it's all it's always available if we can stop resisting some of these feelings that we've resisted for so many years and you know what you resist does persist so we we it persists in terms of anger and blame and and uh, complaining and self-righteousness and all that's really wasted energy and we can't afford to waste so much energy it is wasted energy and it's tension and it's blocking the beautiful benefits the beautiful things that can happen on their own the healing the, the healing that we and the world so need mm -hmm. and speaking of benefits People who, who belong to our Patreon page get extra benefits. <laughs> that was a terrible segue, but oh well. Anyway, I, so, I liked it. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so if you're interested in supporting the podcast and getting extra benefits for as little as a dollar a month, we send our, our supporters things like uh, extra blogs and post-interview uh, things and extra methods and sometimes excerpts from our books that aren't out yet. And there's different levels of support. But if you go to patreon.com forward slash awareness explorers, you can learn all about that. And thank you so much for our supporters because we like interacting with you personally as well and getting your emails and answering your questions. So thank you for that. And and there's benefits to just you know working on yourself and and learning these things and passing them on to the people you know, because so many people now are feeling so uptight and anxious and, and resisting the uncertainty and the powerlessness that's around. And that just feels terrible. Yeah, so vibrate in harmony with the universe as it is right now in this moment. So in order to help you vibrate in harmony, I'm going to lead in a meditation on helping you make friends with powerlessness and uncertainty and perhaps take you from any issue that you may have been really resisting and be able to soften around it and let it flow through you so that these things don't create tension and other problems that can block further awakening and inner peace. Any last words before I begin such a meditation? Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing it, uh, except to say that uh, as we talked about this, I could feel resistance dropping away and tension dropping away. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, that's why it's so good to explore these things and bring them up to awareness and hopefully find a simple method that helps you to make that shift whenever you need that. Well, fun exploring. If you have a moment and you're not driving, you can close your eyes, make yourself comfortable. So take a couple of slow, deep breaths. And think of an issue that you've kind of been resisting. It could be a personal issue like a relationship or money issue, or it could be a more global issue like pandemics or politics or global warming, but just choose one that's kind of been up for you recently. And allow yourself to feel what arises as you think about this issue. Notice what it feels like in your body, like where you feel it, what the texture is. Notice any resistance you feel towards it being there, like any armoring or tightening. Or sense that you don't want it to be there, or it shouldn't be that way, or you don't want to feel it. And see if you can, if you notice any resistance, see if you can allow or even welcome the resistance. Perhaps feel like you're powerless to affect the resistance. You might try a phrase such as, I can allow this right now, it's okay. I can allow it, it's okay. And notice if it changes at all or if your sense of it shifts in any way. Sometimes there's underlying beliefs that make it really difficult to be friends with uncertainty or powerlessness. For example, just the belief that this shouldn't be happening. Feel into that belief. This shouldn't be happening. Maybe in regard to the issue brought up. Notice what it feels like to have that thought. This shouldn't be happening. This is wrong. 
what that feels like in your body. And if you could let go of that belief, what would that be like? What would that feel like? If you could just let go of that belief, it shouldn't be happening. Feel into how spacious that might feel. Feel into how much more relaxation there is with letting go of the belief this shouldn't be happening. And maybe there's another phrase that you can come up with that'll help you shift from resistance to allowing. Could be a phrase like, it is what it is, or it's God's business, or I choose this, or I'm not in charge. But see if you can intuitively listen for any phrase that feels right and good for you. And to give it a test run, let's try out another issue that you have historically resisted, that you wanted to be certain about or wanted to avoid feeling powerless about. Once again, it could be a personal issue, money, relationships, would it help, or a global issue, politics, some global problem, whatever. And feel into how you've felt with that issue. How you have perhaps been conditioned to resist it. And then try out a phrase to help shift to allowing it and letting whatever feelings move through you because they're not resisting. And notice how your body feels as whatever moves through you, it moves through a larger field of awareness always changing, always flowing. And behind it is the unconditional acceptance of pure awareness. That's always a peaceful background. And feel grateful for that. Now feel your body in your chair or wherever you are in this moment as you ground back to 
being in a body, in a chair, in a room, feeling fully safe and secure. In this moment, you don't need future certainty. You don't need imagined power because you have right now. And when you're ready, slowly begin to open your eyes to this moment and this peace. Welcome back. That was really beautiful and perfect. As a matter of fact, I'm tearing up. I thought that was so, so great. So I'm very grateful. I'm looking forward to listening to it myself in times of need. And of course, we have all these at our website, awarenessexplorers.com in the meditation bar and or meditations in the navigation bar. And uh, they can be really nice gifts to pass on to your friends who might be struggling or pass on to yourself when, when we're struggling. And uh, I hope you enjoy them. Me too. Any final words? I think we said enough words and they were good ones. Yeah. So best of luck in making good friends with uncertainty and powerlessness. Brian and I, who are all powerful, are going to send you many things to feel uncertain and powerless about so you can practice these great techniques. No need to thank us. Until next time, keep exploring. Keep exploring. Thank you for listening to Awareness Explorers. To learn more, you can check out our website at awarenessexplorers.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. We'd love it if you would post a review. And please share our link on Facebook and with family and friends. Because knowing yourself as awareness is the greatest gift you can give yourself or someone you love.